to Constant Smiles. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Constant Smiles podcast. I'm Rich Constantine, your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Elijah Desmond. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're super excited to have our first official guest, Scott Warner. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. I feel special. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Scott, you are known for so many things like jack of all trades. Um, You know, I would say you're a serial entrepreneur like me, but a lot of you may know Scott for more words than serial entrepreneur. That word serial may stick out to many of you. Uh, Also, restaurant owner, uh, you know, CEO and and founder of, of Gig and so many other things, especially for your amazing social media. We're going to learn so many things about Scott uh, today and all of your influence that you have in the social media world, in the entrepreneur world. But we'd love to get to know all of our guests a very special way. And Rich, I'll let you take that away. So you know how we get down to our music. So Scott, first question of the day, I want to know, if you wanted a, a song that really takes you back, that you want to bump in the car to, to take you back to those days, what's it going to be? Let me tell you, this is one of the most impossible questions that I've ever been asked. And to really put it down into one, it's ridiculous. You don't understand how long it took me to actually figure one out. So I, and, and I have a huge passion for music. In fact, I built my company gig based on the music industry, which we can get into later, but you know, one that just warms my heart every time I hear it, uh, you know, throwing it back a little is Cherub Rock by the Smashing Pumpkins. It was so ahead of its time. It's not even funny. But uh, that song, man, I've, I've probably listened to it a couple thousand times on, especially during my runs in the morning. So it's a good one. All right. Let's hear it. You know, we heard that song. Uh, that was your that was your old school song. And, you know, that's rich. He's Mr. Old School. He loves his old school music. I like the new music. I'm, I bet you Elijah has never even heard that song, nor even heard the band name Smashing Pumpkins. And that's okay. We forgive you. Listen, Smashing Pumpkins, I actually have heard of. I don't necessarily love, love Smashing Pumpkins, but I like it. I actually was a Green Day fan uh, back in my time. Uh, so my first concert ever, Green, Green Day. Green Day? So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Dookie album, the Dookie tour. Okay. All right. So I can, I can, I can jive with you there. Um, but I, I'm a new school kind of guy. I like, I like the, the new, the new music out and a uh, newer. I need to hear what your, the, the, the song that you're, you're jamming to right now on repeat, the song that you're probably going to play out in like two weeks. What's that? Um, you know, there are some incredible talent this day and age. I am digging this dude, Anderson pack. I don't know if anyone's heard of Anderson Pack. I sure hope you boys have, but this guy is, you know, up and coming talent. The guy has got a vibe that is just great. And so, you know, a lot of his newer music is fantastic. Um, you know, I, his Malibu album, which came out a couple years ago, one of my favorites, he's come out with a couple recently, but I'm not even sure honestly, which song I gave you guys, but the one I gave you is going to be good. So why don't we take a quick listen? So you guys get a taste of Anderson Pack real quick. All right. Let's do it. All right, Scott, I feel like we're getting to know you a little bit. Some good tunes there. Um, yes, sir. Dive, dive right in, man. With your with your lifestyle being as, as busy as it is, uh, what are some things that you you do to try and take care of yourself when things get a little bit crazy as far as you, how you're eating on the road? Are you able to get in any gym time or any outdoor activities? 
I work out every day. Um, you know, and I, uh, I make it a mandatory part of my life. And, you know, I, I actually feel on the days where I don't do something active, I feel a change in my energy in my drive. I feel sluggish. And, um, you know, when I first got married, you know, I was doing everything in my power to make sure that Mikel, my wife was just blown away by my, you know, trying to stay in good shape. And the minute that, you know, we locked down, I kind of just let it go. I ate way too much of it. I weigh way too much stuff like this and I did no working out. <laughs> um, and so I, I became a bit of a river pig. Uh, but, and I started feeling sluggish cause I, I'm a pretty active guy. When you get married and you start, you know, focused on work and business, sometimes it gets hard, but you got to make time. But I, I'm a huge runner. Um, I run about 25 miles a week on average. Uh, nobody's chasing you either. Nobody's chasing that. I say you're doing that with nobody chasing you. No, no. Sometimes my kids are chasing me or my wife, if I've done something wrong, but my kids are always right there at my side if they can be. But, um, anyway, but always working out, you got to make time. It changes your life. And I'll tell you one person that I've been blown away watching his story is old Elijah right here. Elijah likes food. I know that I've seen some befores, bro. And you are hungry and that's okay. I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. me Me too. So, but anyway, no, I, I, uh, I make time to work out. I I'm a big watch guy, but recently I purchased a, an Apple watch. Um, and it keeps me accountable. I've actually really enjoyed this thing, but I'm like a dial of my Rolexes and Breitlings, but I've had to put them aside, man, because this thing keeps me accountable. It helps me, uh, follow my health and what I'm doing to stay fit. And then helps me with my sleep trends. And it's been cool, man. This is a, a plug for the uh, apple here so you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> hashtag apple i mean you know what you're doing with hashtags right that's right apple watch hashtag apple watch <laughs> <laughs> wow and i no, i gotta i gotta give you a little response to that so i just so happened rich to go out and visit uh dental intel in utah and weston and clay uh asked me what i want to eat and i'm like i want barbecue it, like, what's your favorite food? And mind you, I'm 307 pounds. Now, today I weighed in at, a, at, at 242. Don't be judging. Don't judge, but yeah, right? Two, 242, but I was 307. They said, what do you want to eat? I said, I want some barbecue. And they're like, barbecue? We got you. And they're like, one of our friends actually owns a restaurant down here. It's called Bam Bam's. Man, they took me to this restaurant, knocked me out of my seat. Like this food was literally like, you know, like, do you you like, um, I'm sure you like ribs, Rich, right? You like ribs? Yeah. What's your favorite barbecue meat? Uh, I like, I like a pulled pork. I like brisket the best personally. Okay. Well, do you like brisket at all? Yeah. Okay. Well this brisket, you know, that I get that, that fat, like at the end, it's just like melts in your mouth. This fat will just like completely, it will just corrupt your tongue. Like you can't even think about anything. Like you can't think about nothing else for like the rest of your life. It will mess up all barbecue restaurants. Cause you'd be thinking about anyways, he owns Bam Bam by cool Bam Bam's like, and I met him. I don't know how long ago do we meet? Uh, oh, it's been like six months, maybe six, seven months ago. Anyways. So he looks like this owns a restaurant. One of the businesses he owns, he owns Bam Bam's by coincidence. And, uh, it looks like this and runs every day. I don't know how you can own a restaurant and look like that. I'd be like 407 pounds. Anyways. <laughs> hey man, you haven't seen my before pictures. I, I used to work real close to Bam Bam's. I had to get myself a new office space far enough away that it, 
it didn't, you know, tempt me. And I always take, you know, clients or partners over there to eat. And so, yeah, my cousin and I, my cousin, man, he is the man behind the legendary meat. I, I just was fortunate enough to get behind it, help market it and, you know, work closely with him. But Cameron, it's the best meat on the planet. I hear it from everybody that, that comes in. The brisket is like birthday cake. You just stick a, a candle and light it in it and happy birthday to you. It's so it's, it's unbelievable trying to talk about it. will never do it justice, but you know, I've brought all types of people from different ways of life, influencers, and they all are calling it the best barbecue they've ever, ever had in their life, which, and that's props to Cameron, my cousin, my Cameron's big, beautiful, man. We call him big, beautiful. He's six, five, about 400 pounds. So he knows what good meat is all about. He's the greatest guy. I was <laughs> you need to get to Utah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You need to come test it. Try it out. It will change your life. Life changing. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, so, so next question is, is, you know, tell us about your, your work and your family balance. So you, you're a serial entrepreneur, you know, um, it, it's tough, you know, owning multiple businesses, uh, working with a ton of influencers, being an influencer yourself, um, tell me about your work and family balance and do, do you have one? <laughs> um, I'm always trying to improve. Um, you know, I, I am, pa I'm a passionate person. Um, I love business. Uh, you know, I think we might talk about it later, but one of my biggest struggles early on as I started getting to, to being an entrepreneur is I get so excited about different opportunities, right? That, um, I sometimes will lose focus on what I need to be focused on. And so I, you know, I'm a part of many businesses, but I actually learned that it did me a disservice in some cases. And I also started recognizing the fact that, that because I was working so hard on so many different, you know, ventures and with different partners, it was, a, it was impacting the most important part of my life. And that is my, my family. And, uh, I, you know, I would say 2015, 16, 17, and even the first part of 2018 were some of the darkest, hardest years of my life. Um, because I was, I was really, you know, learning or finding out who I was, um, and, uh, was really learning the space that I truly wanted to get into. And I was losing sight of what matters most to me. And, um, I had to force myself to, to balance life better because I wasn't doing a great job of balancing my life. Um, and, uh, you know, as you get older, you mature, right. And Elijah, you got kids rich. I'm sure I, I'm not sure if you have children, your kids are everything, your, your kids, your, your spouse, they're everything. And they are your priority above anything else in your life. Work. That is a priority. doesn't come before your wife and kids. Your family is everything. It's your legacy. Um, I started realizing, I started getting scared at times because I started really realizing that I didn't have as much time as maybe I wanted to with my kids. And, um, I, I realized that the moments that I don't get to spend with my children may impact their life. The more time I get with them, I, I like to believe the better people they'll turn out to be. Right. Um, it's mostly because of my wife. We all know that, right. Our wives are the ones that make things fly and things work. Um, but anyway, uh, you gotta make time to balance. And, and, you know, I'll tell you the last year, year and a half, man, they've been some of the greatest years of my life because I've had to, and I've balanced my life. I, I look at my calendar I make better decisions about who I'm spending time with, 
when and why I'm spending time with these people, if they're really bringing value to my life, to my business, and, uh, and, and, and then make time for the family when it's needed. Awesome. Yeah. Working family balance is definitely tough as a serial entrepreneur. And, um, I think that there's, there's something that's, that's missing there. You hear that word work and family balance often. And I feel like there's a word that's missing in those two words that are, that are so important and that's health. Oh man. You don't have health. You don't have anything, man. Like health is everything. So that, I think that's a great point, Elijah. Yes. Yes. Yep. And, and the thing is, is when I finally got the work and family balance, I realized that like you can have the work balance, you can have the family balance, but like, that's like a 50, 50 split, but where in the world does your health fit and all that? Cause like, that's what, what does your work and family like have? If you don't have your health, there's like nothing. If you don't, if you don't exist, then what's all this for? So I actually took my health and took the time from my work life, but I kept my family life that same split. So now it's like, I, I took, you know, two hours out of my work life, four or five days a week for my health. And that's how I lost, you know, almost 70 pounds now. You look great, man. And you're absolutely right. I think for me, as soon as I stopped using the word balance and started using the word focus, it, it made more sense because mm. it, it was all about focusing on what was most important to me and, and the people around me. And, uh, cause it's so hard to, to really balance everything. Cause you're always going to spend, you know, a little more time somewhere else. Uh, but, but you gotta make sure that your mind's in whatever you're doing when you're doing it. You're, you're right. Um, and you know what, uh, I, so quick story. Um, just recently I have, I have a really good friend. Uh, he, uh, he was my next door neighbor for a while. He, his name is Ryan Smith. He's the CEO of Qualtrics. He just sold his company for $8 billion. Um, and I had, uh, I had lunch with him a couple weeks ago and, you know, I'm in the process and I can speak more to, uh, what I'm doing with my company with gig, but he looked at me and he said, you know, you prioritizing your schedule and knowing where you're spending your time will make or break your company. You know, if you are spending time in places that will not bring value to what your company is and needs, and you want it to become, if you're not spending time on that, wasting time with time suckers and people that can't, you know, help bring, bring value. It's going to break you. And I don't know why it hit me so hard. Uh, but, but you have got to learn to balance your time. This applies not to just business. I mean, man, if you're talking to God and God's saying, okay, let's look at your schedule here, man. Remember I sent these little ones down to you and I gave you this beautiful, amazing woman. You better be focused on when the right time to be spending with them. You know, when that needs to be happening. Don't ever let go of that. Right. So same rules apply across and your health, right? God gave you a body, you know, you're supposed to take care of that body. And if you do, life becomes a lot more enjoyable. So really that balance, I love, I love the rich, what you just mentioned with focus, focus is, is crucial and you need to focus on yourself and where you're balancing life. So I agree with that. That's, that's awesome. So who or what has inspired you to choose the profession that you're, that you're in? Um, I love people. Elijah, ever since the first time I met you, you and I are a lot alike. Um, we love people. We love meeting people. We love learning. One of the things I loved about you is you cared to know what I was about. 
want to know why I was doing the things I do. I mean, you're asking me right now. Um, I love people. Um, and I love discovering what passion people, what, what things people are passionate about. Um, I have a tremendous love for music, uh, and music inspires me. You know, I, I never, ever have gotten into drugs. I'll tell you what, the weed is one time or another been interesting to me, but I've never done it. So I'm just, I'm just telling you, I'm probably getting way into too deep. Elijah's like, Oh shoot, Scott, don't go that direction. I'm just saying, but music is my drug. And, um, I always really loved, uh, listening to music and telling my friends about music. And when social media came out, I remember taking pride and wanting to tell people about the music or the artists that I loved. And I wanted to share with the world, you know, I love, I take pride in finding artists. Right. And, um, I started building this website or this, this software that was focused on helping artists get their music out to the masses, both, you know, mainstream artists and, you know, inspire, or excuse me, aspiring artists. Um, and it was a cool software and it was working. Uh, then I started realizing that what we had created actually works for everyone. It was software that could help anyone with passion or a desire to share something they believed in or that they were passionate about to help it get out faster to the masses. And, um, I've always loved to help people. And I think that the business that, that we here at gig are creating, we're helping people all over the world, find and figure out better ways, stronger ways to push their initiative, their passion or whatever they believe in, help them push it in a more efficient manner using the social media landscape. There has never, ever been in the history of the world a stronger platform to drive a message, both for the good and bad. Uh, Social media has become terrible in some cases, but it still is the most powerful tool to drive goodness and to drive, you know, something that that people can get behind or they're passionate about. And so I think what inspired me and answered your question, Elijah, was the fact that um, I love helping people. And I think that that what we're building over here can help people build what they believe in and what they're passionate about. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you. Um, Sorry about talking about drugs, man. That wasn't where I was going to go. Just trying to point. (laughs) Scott, obviously, you know, where you are, it's, it's been a, it's been a road and it's taken a lot of work. And I think so many of us, sometimes we hold back because we don't want to, you know, we're taught in school that mistakes are bad. And sometimes we're, we're afraid that people, might see us fail. Uh, can you recall, you know, maybe a failure or something that happened that wasn't the, the outcome that you thought it was that really helped, you know, shape decisions or to, to get you where you are uh, that you can share with us? We only have a 30 minute podcast here, but I could go over 42,762 different mistakes I've made, um, especially on the business side. I have gotten my at my butt kicked for years now i've lost millions of dollars on the stupidest mistakes that you could possibly imagine um i've had to to swallow my pride and stick my tail between the my legs on numerous occasions um because of mistakes that i've made um some of them incredibly embarrassing uh and, uh, but you know what, man, i knew that i was going to make mistakes i'm grateful for parents that taught me the importance of making mistakes and and always believing in myself, no matter what it took. Um, and uh, I had coaches, leaders, you know, as a kid that, that taught me to get out there, put myself out there to not be scared, but that I would, I would learn things 
that many would not be able to learn in their lifetime because I was willing to go and screw up. Um, and, uh, I have too many mistakes. I, I, I plan to one day put a book together to talk about some of them, but, but I guess the message that, that I would relay is don't be afraid of failing. Um, man, I lost a lot of money and made some stupid decisions, but I'll tell you what, man, that money that I lost and those stupid mistakes that I made, that's tuition. And that pushed me closer to where I want to be. And I'm actually winning now. I, I can honestly say, and I'm proud to say that, that just in the past probably year or so, I'm finally winning where I had lost a lot <laughs> and over. And, and um, things are really starting to happen for, for my company. Um, and uh, I, I guess the, the last thing that I'll say to anyone listening, do not be afraid to make mistakes. Do not be afraid to go after your passion. I am shocked by how many times I talk to people or meet with people, I'll always ask them what their passion is. And I'll say one out of a hundred actually are doing something that they're passionate about. They're not going after what they're passionate about. They're, they're doing what they've been told or, you know, what they think they need to do or they're too scared. Forget that crap, man. You only live once. So you might as well go out and do something that you love and you're passionate about, but don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, I've made so many of them, man. And, uh, and I still make them both and, you know, in life, my profession, you know, as a dad, I screw up, man. I love how my kids are calling me out now on some of them, but Hey, <laughs> our life. That's, man, that's I'm, about to, I'm about to run through a brick wall now, man. I'm all pumped up from that. Yeah, baby do it. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be doing it in Ohio state university, Jersey. I'll be doing it in Ohio state. University. Yeah. Ohio state, baby. Did you guys watch that game last night? Yeah, that was rough, man. <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Rich went not to the Ohio State University. He went to OU, and he's mad at me because I got this Ohio <laughs> the Ohio State University. Yeah. That, just like Scott said, you can be a winner one day too, Elijah. <laughs> oh man so scott me me and rich like to jab every once in a while each other it's it's all it's all fun but uh (laughs) uh back on it on a serious note (laughs) scott what advice would you would, would you offer someone uh who wanted to follow your career path if you had like one piece of advice that you that you wanted to offer someone what would it be well, I'm going to figure that, that the person I'm talking to wants to start a business, right? From scratch, ground zero, something they're passionate about, right? They believe in it. They, they think they can do it. They believe with all their heart they can do it. I think we just talked about it. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And you are going to get your butt kicked day in and day out. The question is, how long can you deal with it? How long can you handle it? Can you go years? Can you go years? You know, I had, I had partners... Um, tell me to bankrupt this sucker four years ago. So, and people started calling me stubborn and stupid for continuing on losing my butt on money and making mistakes and so on. I mean, I would, I was advised by people I love, trust and respect to bankrupt the sucker, drop it, start from scratch, you know, take your licks, take your stripes. And I, but I, I didn't, I didn't do it. I wasn't, I wasn't going to let go, you know? And, um, I kept going uh, I remember another going back to one of the comments or, or uh, bits of advice that my, my, my good buddy, 
Ryan Smith said, you know, it was seven years before he actually started seeing some things happen. And wouldn't you believe it? I'm in my seventh year of gig and things are starting to happen. My goal is hopefully make things happen faster than he did, but that's probably unlikely, but you know, Hey, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, so mistakes would be the first thing. The second, the second bit, don't be afraid to make mistakes. The second would be focus, focus on what you know and should be focused on with your business. And don't let things sidetrack you. If you're a big time entrepreneur, you're going to have plenty of experiences or opportunities that'll present themselves why, right there and right then while you're in the thick of trying to build your company, do not get sidetracked. Know that when you make a bunch of money, you can go do whatever you want later, do whatever different venture you want to do down the road, but focus on what matters most at the time. <laughs> that's, that's, that is awesome advice. That is from one serial entrepreneur to the next. Uh, Scott, I don't know if you know this, but I, I wrote the book serial entrepreneur from startup to success. It was an Amazon bestseller. And the next book oh, that I'll be writing is going to be called focus how not to be a serial entrepreneur, which is essentially what you just said. Are you kidding me? That's brilliant. <laughs> I swear. Um, so, brilliant. You know, we're both, we're both dental professionals. You know, Rich is a dentist. I'm a dental hygienist by trade. Even though I don't clean teeth anymore. Once a dental hygienist, always dental hygienist. You know, we got to ask you the dental questions. I have a, a dental question. Rich has got one too. Um, my first, um, you know, Rich, go ahead and ask your dental question first. I like yours better. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask you, with all, the, with all the traveling you do, what's the one thing that uh, you you got to pack in your, your suitcase or dop kit that, you know, for your teeth that you can't live without? Ooh, that's a good question, man. Feel free um, to use a specific, you know, whatever. Brands. So, yeah. um, I, uh, gosh, man, well, I have my electric sonicare toothbrush that i gotta have um that's that's one i i'm back and forth i've been using spry spry uh toothpaste it's got the uh yeah sorry it's got the uh um what is it called oh man i can't remember xylitol yeah man xylitol on it um (laughs) i always i have a i have a toothpick at all times in my wallet just because i hate having things in my teeth He's got three. Um, things. He's got three things, Rich. <laughs> uh-huh. He got one thing. He got three. <laughs> Always prepared. Uh, so yeah, I would say I would say those are the things that I I can't not have with me. Okay, and, and my question: Do you love or do you hate going to the dental office? Ooh, you know what? I actually, I love, I love my dentist right now. I, he's, he's a good dude and he keeps it, he keeps it very, uh, comfortable. And who's your dentist? Uh, we're talking dentist, right? Who's your dentist? Uh, Rick Leishman. Okay. We're going to make sure. Hey, hey, that's a call out. If you didn't have a dentist, you were going to, we were going to know right then. (laughs) Rick Leishman, Dr. Rick Leishman. Um, Man, I, I, I had a root canal recently and that was hell, but he did his best to be his best self and make things as comfortable as possible. But, um, never want to go during that, but to get a teeth clean. Yeah, man, I don't mind it. It's great. Okay. It's comfortable, <laughs> man. Those seats he got, those are the real deal. I don't know what kind of seats he's got, but he's got the best. So 
is, can, can, Scott, can you tell us, you know, you're, 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 you're famous for a couple of, couple of things out there in the social, social world. I, I can't help but ask myself if you had a couple claims to fame, you know, we got the gig board, you got, you got your Twitter followers and serials, uh, your, your serial story, if you're famous for a couple of things, what's your claim to fame? Would you say this, what I'm about to show you is one of the greatest accomplishments in my life. When lucky charms makes you your own box of cereal wow lucky scotts that's bigger than the wheaties championship box dude like no one cares about a wheaties champion <laughs> who has a lucky charms named after him <laughs> wow. nobody that's awesome that, that's pretty big that's proud of that. uh, you know I'm, i'll probably say uh let me show you my other greatest accomplishments please hold Okay, my second, no, no, this is my first. I should say my first. This group of people right here, my smoking out wife, Mikkel, and my four kids. That that's uh, that's probably my my next greatest accomplishment. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking around here. You know, I I just just different businesses. I it's fun to see businesses shine. You know, the the twiggle game, man, that we did on the cruise. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's that blowing was, up. So that, that one's a fun one. That was so awesome. So, so basically for anybody watching this, I, I have a, a, a dental cruise and we have a pool party and you, you basically, you play a song and you have these balls that, that, that are in a bucket. It's right behind your butt. And you got to try to bounce the balls out of the bucket in your butt. He created this game. It's so, it is so amazing. We'll have to maybe put it in. You have a YouTube link or something. We'll have to put it in the show. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll drop it. But man, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's, you know, there's a game people were playing a game called minute to win it. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but I, I just thought it'd be so great to build this game and people, it brings out the best in people parties oh. is the best for parties. That would be really good for that TikTok app that you showed me, Rich. Yeah. There you go. It would there be you go. good if you created a challenge for that. Make that go viral. You two are viral wiz uh, wizards, both of yeah. you. Rich is the real deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing. Yeah, yes. You two are viral wizards. So so cool. Hey, listen. So I just thought about this right before we got on here. So listen, Scott, before we end this, um, you have any more words? Then, then I'll end it. Uh, any, anything else, Rich? Anything you want to add in? Okay, so well, I, I wanted to ask him if, if that was his jersey on the wall, actually. No, it's not. Um, but I can send a link to my highlight film if you guys want to watch that. Football in high school, I was really good, you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing My wife would make fun of me till the day I die. So I... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um, we're, I, I want to start something here since our first one. Uh, so this, these, this is tangible for you, Scott. All right. We're going to start this now. I want you right now to challenge somebody. I want you to pick two people that are obtainable for you. All right. You know what this podcast is all about. All right. I want you to challenge two people, you know, our target audience who you challenge to get on the constant smiles video podcast. All right. And you can go ahead and say it now who you think are two perfect fits. They're non-dental got the right audience that are cool people, fun. Who are they? Challenge them out loud. And then we're going to see, we're going to, I see him on the constant smiles podcast. Oh man. Probably, uh, gosh, it, cause I, I, <laughs> I have a couple ideas. I don't want to say it out loud because I don't say want it. them to feel awkward. Like they have to do it. You know, if I, 
That's that's why we that's why we do that, right? That's, that's the <laughs> whole point. They have to do it. They have to. That's the point. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Ross Stripling. He's one of the the starting five pitchers for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. That sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, you know, the other one I would go, I would go Adam reader, the professor of rock. He'll be, he is the next big interviewer of the biggest, most international mainstream artists on the planet. Look him up. Professor of rock.com. The guy is a, he's a wizard and he needs to get out and talk to more people like this. He interviews people. He needs to be interviewed. That guy has the most amazing story. So maybe those two guys. All right. That sounds good. You, you just went through your Rolodex in your head and those people were challenged. Yeah. I think, I think those two guys, I think those two guys will be fun too. And I, they're, they're guys that, uh, they're good. They're good guys and they, they'll be fun to talk to. That's awesome, man. Thanks so much, Scott. Here's one, one other one. I actually, if one of those two guys can't do it, you need to talk to Jason Van Camp. He just put a book out. Uh, this guy is a, he was a former, um, soldier. He's got some crazy stories. I can't remember the name of the book he just put out, but Jason Van Camp, you you might want to talk to him too. Um, anyway, sorry. Sounds, no. so, so, Hey, so, sounds good. Well, we're super excited to, to have, have those two or three, uh, on board the constant smiles podcast. Thank you so much. You are amazing. We really, really appreciate you. And uh, we'll make sure to put put all your links in the in the YouTube links and the and the podcast links, whether it's the podcast or the YouTube channel. For those of you who are listening uh, to this podcast or YouTube, uh, just know that this is uh, a YouTube. It's a video uh, podcast. Actually, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, actually, got something really exciting for those of you who are watching. We actually are going to be at Podfest. Podfest. In Orlando, it's going to be the 5th through the 7th. We're super excited. Uh, Chris has invited us to be on the live streaming panel. And then I'm actually going to be, ho- I'm going to be the host for VidFest. There'll be 400 YouTubers from all across the country. And I get to host that for two years uh, on Thursday and Friday. And then Rich and I are going to get to be on the panel. Uh, Rich is going to be on the panel uh, of the PodFest uh, for, uh, blowing up and going viral on social media. And then I get to be on the panel for having largest digital conference, uh, in history. So it's going to be super excited. And I, uh, hope for, for you all to, to join us at VidFest and PodFest. We'll see you guys there and see you on the next constant smiles episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to constant smiles. 